Do you know who's behind your email? What do they fund? Are they building a culture you want to be a part of? This Advent, break up with Big Tech and reboot your email with FIDE. Look us up, F-I-D-E-I. There's a link in the description box below. That's FIDE, how Catholics send email. Meet the next Bishop Strickland. Francis is quite busy these days and has been for months, if not years. While eyes in America and the world have been turned towards the case of Bishop Strickland, and for good reason, another bishop is on the verge of being forcibly retired or having his diocese handed over to a younger bishop by Francis for what can only be described as spurious reasons. He's already been told not to ordain priests for the time being and hasn't been able to for two years, which is all part and parcel of Francis's building of his synodal church through creating conditions where it's impossible to get more good priests, thus exasperating the vocations crisis, which then enables him to push his decentralization scheme on the church. That's what the synod was about anyway. Here we have a story few are noticing out of Europe, so let's dive into it by heading over to Info Vaticana for this headline. Will Rome appoint a coadjutor bishop to Monsignor Dominic Adet, Bishop of Ferruge Toulon? This is a complicated story that goes back a few years. I'll be looking briefly at a few art from another article from the past few years that show <clears throat> that what is happening at this French diocese is nothing new and involves controversies surrounding the ordination of traditional religious to the priesthood, despite Rome putting pressure on the bishop to try to block that from happening. And as a consequence, when he didn't do it, well, Rome brought the hammer. Here's the story, quote, Still from the hangover of the dismissal of Joseph Strickland as the bishop of the Diocese of Tyler in the United States, the Vatican could be preparing its next blow against another Orthodox bishop of good doctrine, Monsignor Dominic Gaudet, bishop of the Diocese of Freu Toulon in France. According to French Media Liberation, which is a hard-left publication, by the way, Rome is about to appoint a coadjutor bishop for the Diocese of Toulon. The mentioned means indicates that the coadjutor will, that will be appointed to Ray, 71 years old, is Francois Touvet, bishop of the Diocese of Chalon and Champagne. Touvet would be named coadjutor bishop with full powers, Almeria style, while the Pope named Antonio Gomez Cantaro adjutor bishop and assumed de facto control of the Diocese of Almeria, leaving Adolfo Gonzalez Montes, then titular bishop, as a mere diocesan representative until the Pope accepted his resignation. Bishop Dominic Ray has long been in the Vatican's crosshairs. He is accused of welcoming excessively quote-unquote traditionalist communities in his diocese and seminary and is also accused of mismanagement. Two years ago, the Pope decided to suspend Sine des Priestley ordinations in the diocese. Since then, the seminarians of this French diocese, with a large number of vocations, have not been able to be ordained. End quote. A coadjutor bishop is on paper a bishop who is assisting the bishop of a diocese and is learning how to run the diocese in question until the bishop retires, at which point the coadjutor bishop automatically becomes the bishop of the diocese. It's done for a number of reasons, including for the obvious reason, which is health reasons. But it's not a new practice. It's happened countless times in church history, and there have even been a few times when the papacy was passed on in that way, though not since like the 11th century, since it wasn't exactly popular with the College of Cardinals at the time. Now, as this story made international headlines, I'd covered some aspects of the story a couple of years ago. The problems really took shape in this diocese a couple years ago when some illicit ordinations of religious occurred. Valid, but illicit. 
Alatea provides us the succinct details here in this article from June of 2022. Quote, on June 2nd, 2022, Rome asked the Bishop of Freu-Toulon, France, Bishop Dominique Ray, to postpone the diocesan ordinations planned for the end of the month. Since June 2nd, the Vatican has not spoken. However, the decision to suspend the planned ordination of four priests and six deacons just three weeks before it was scheduled is rare. Among the explanations for putting for since then, which remain speculations, one seems to be the question of the reception in Toulon by Bishop Ray of many members of new communities with a lack of discernment or accompaniment. Interesting phrasing there. Alcuin Reed, who arrived in 2009 in the VAR, is a Benedictine from Melbourne attached to the traditional liturgy. Before that, he worked in an abbey in the south of England. It would seem that in both places his presence was not well received. Nevertheless, Bishop Ray gave him permission to found a, quote, international monastic community under the name of Monastere Saint Benoit, these are the Monastery of Saint Benedict, recently established in Boudinols. The goal was to live according to the ancient rule of the father of Western monasticism, Saint Benedict, while remaining attached to the extraordinary form of the rite, meaning the traditional Latin Mass. It is not, however, an abbey in the proper sense of the term, but a public association of the faithful erected in 2019, with a rather flexible canonical form and other patronage of the bishop of the diocese. Bishop Ray, like other bishops, has created many public associations of the faithful. In fact, they make it possible to give a framework to works carried out by the laity and thus to promote numerous missionary initiatives. However, the Vatican seems to think that the creation of these groups should be better supervised. This is the purpose of a decree published on June 15th by Rome, which asks that any building of a public association of the faithful be validated by written document from the Holy See. Five days before this decree, on June 10th, Bishop Ray issued without much publicity a decree suppressing the association Monastère Saint-Benoît. Besides not bearing the expected fruits, the presence of Alcuin Reed and his community raised other questions. These questions proved to be correct. On April 20th, the Australian was ordained a priest and another member a deacon in an illicit manner without the authorization of the Bishop of Toulon, on whom they depend. As soon as the matter was made public by those concerned themselves, Bishop Ray suspended them. Faced with the obstinacy and disobedience and their refusal to explain themselves, notably by not providing the identity of the ordaining bishop, their association was dissolved and very lengthy. Quote, that story, the ordination of Dom Alcuin Reed, made waves, especially since the bishop who ordained Father Reed has never been identified. That priest only said that the bishop who ordained him and his brothers in his order is a priest in good standing with Rome, leading many to suggest that it was Cardinal Mueller who ordained Father Reed secretly, especially since he was known to have been traveling in the area at the time of the ordination. Keep that in mind as we consider the increasing public attacks on Cardinal Mueller as a dissident by the modernist media. Again, they call him a dissident because he tells the truth about things going on in the church. But that's some backstory and context for what's happening in France now. Another bishop is effectively getting canceled for being too friendly to sacred tradition. I have to wonder if he was ever told that there is no such thing as the deposit of faith like Bishop Strickland was. Now, the coadjutor bishop is going to effectively be the real bishop in that diocese, and Bishop Ray is simply going to be reduced to a figurehead until he retires in four years, or if he passes away before then, or if he retires early. That's the Church of Mercy for you folks. That's synodality.
Back to the original article, quote, The appointment of a coadjutor bishop could be the result of the investigation, to which the diocese pastored by Dominique Ray was subjected and which concluded in June of 2023. Archbishop Antoine Herard, Archbishop of Dijon, was commissioned by Pope Francis to make, quote, an apostolic visit, which he carried out from mid-February to mid-March, a total of 110 audiences of one hour each, he told AFP. This would be with the employees and laity. According to him, some 600 testimonies were received at the contact email address that had been set up by the diocese. His report was drafted and more than 20 kilograms of documents were sent to Rome, where he sent at the end of May to meet with the heads of the two dicasteries of bishops and clergy, he said, end quote. Does any of that sound familiar to you? An apostolic visitation used to oust a bishop for being too friendly to traditional Catholics. Man, that sounds familiar. See, there is in Bishop Strickland's now former diocese a well-known group of women religious who are canonically irregular but were welcomed by Bishop Strickland and had been living peacefully in the diocese with his full knowledge and support, save for the, of course, internet program One of the Nuns in the Order. I won't name who that nun is, though, Just, but if you feel free to put it in the comments if you care. That order was asked about by the apostolic visitors, though not by name. Keep them in your prayers, please, because when the new bishop arrives, they'll probably ask them to move, unless, of course, the nuns choose to go fully independent, which I wouldn't blame them for doing, given the circumstances, though how they'd get the sacraments at that point, I don't know. But I'm going to ask you this now. Are you surprised that Francis is moving against another bishop friendly to traditionalists? This has been in the making for two years now, and Bishop Ray could use your prayers. The monks at the center of the story in France have been silent on the issue, which is probably prudent of them, but their role in this shouldn't be overlooked, though I do not think it was wrong for the priests and deacons to be ordained in the traditional rite, despite Rome objecting to the ordinations. This all happened in the aftermath of Traditionus Custodis, remember. The fact that the Vatican stopped the bishop from ordaining any priests at all for two years is a travesty, and frankly a crime, one that harms the good people of the diocese for no good reason. Now their bishop is going to become a figurehead, so that the Bergolians can further cleanse the church of its traditionalism problem. Folks, this is what the Synodal Church is. This is synodality. Welcome to the Synodal Church. But what do you think of this? I'm curious what you think about this whole story, because there are plenty of bishops who are now speaking up against the fruits of the Synod on synodality. I know there's some people who think, oh, the Synod, that's old news. It's not going to do anything. All the things we were worried about happening didn't happen. None of that's actually true. And the main point of the synod was decentralization. And the suppression of bishops like this are a perfect example of what the decentralization program will bring to the church. When you suppress ordination of priests, you then further the vocations crisis, which then is used as an excuse to decentralize the church and put the or governance of the church in the hands of laity and giving them, frankly, unnatural influence in the church. That's what we're looking at here, folks. That's synodality. And so is treating bishops like this, with the high crime of supporting religious communities who would have been identifiably Catholic 100 years ago. What do you think about this? Let me know in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.